The Forgiving Heart It has been a long wait, and it was good that families of those that were killed in the mosques could bury their dead. There will be more funerals over the coming days, fifty in all. Twenty-eight injured are still in hospital. It could not have been easy for them, being in the public eye. But we who are watching want to see that they are being taken care of. It's important to us that they are. We had no desire to watch the video created by the terrorist, even before the censor made it illegal. It made us sick when we stumbled upon it. Facebook said that only 200 watched it, and it was some of these that uploaded and shared it two million times. Scott Morrison, the Australian Prime Minister, our Prime Minister, and our MPs, want Facebook to take responsibility for the way people shared on there and Instagram. Google too and YouTube are being called to account for it. It is not enough for them to claim that they cannot keep up with it once a video is uploaded. Shut it down or adjust the system so that it is manageable. As it stands, it enables the worst kind of people to spread their vitriol. I hope other countries raise their voice on this matter and bring new laws of censorship. The terrorist has no remorse and there are too many others like him that lack common decency and respect for the life of another. The denigration and racial hate talk has got to be stopped. The terrorist chose New Zealand because of its reputation as the safest country in the world. But New Zealand on its own is too small. He chose his victims to send a message to the widest audience possible from which he could get the biggest reaction. His target was ultimately a message for Muslims around the world. He wanted to stir a worldwide reaction, and he has. He hoped for a knee-jerk response of hatred and violence and terror. It would serve his purposes more if Muslim extremists reacted with the type of violence that he did. He would have liked other nations to rise in defence and cause an all-out war. He is very vain.
and fancies himself. Intelligence would have guessed his not-so-subtle plan before now. They've seen it all before. He is not very original. People are saying that New Zealand is racially prejudiced and there is a lot of anger and fear about. But there is also much love, arohanui, and compassion than hate. We need to remember that in the coming days. We might want to dial back on using the word when something unsettles us. Even the best of friends, partners and spouses can be incompatible at times. We're individuals with our own peculiarities. Incompatibility is a given. But if we want to build upon and keep a relationship, we have to compromise. Using incompatibility as a reason to end a relationship could be a cop-out for someone who wants out. We're all guilty of feeling like that at times, but we don't have to act upon it. Compromise, patience and tolerance are key. Everyone should take responsibility for the relationship and do their part. Just because one person appears to give up doesn't mean that the other has to. It only takes one to reach a compromise. If ever someone might have shown the best way to do that this past week, it would be Haji Dold Nabi, a man who greeted the man that would be his killer with the words, Hello, brother. Haji Dold Nabi had such strength. He showed love in the face of hate and spoke with grace and courage. When people gather to discuss racial prejudice and hate talk and what needs to be done about it, let us hope that they respect and honour the example set by Haji Dod Nabi. Temper the conversation as he might have had he been here.